Welcome to the Team Clearcoat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars, we love talking about cars, and we love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 10. Episode 10. 10 of Team Clearcoat. We thought this would be a good time to kind of do a, a quick reintroduction, maybe a an introduction for anyone who's joining us 10 episodes in. Sure. We've only gotten better slash worse at doing this. So if you're just jumping in, why not start at episode 10? The sad fact is we have no idea if we're doing better or worse (laughs) because neither of us actually listen to car podcasts. Yeah, true. So we could be doing terribly and have no idea. That is part. It's part of the journey, folks. (laughs) It's part of the journey. Come along with us. Yes. Um, So we are... uh, Dave, I am Dave over there. Hello, looking handsome and ginger, <laughs> and I am over here looking short and hairy, <laughs> handsome and dapper. Sure, and uh, uh, my name is Ian. Also, I didn't say <laughs> it just went straight to insulting yep. myself. Yep, episode ten coming in I, great. Yeah, how I do it. Tummy's full of Thai food. Ooh, yep. yep. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, we are a couple of lifelong car enthusiasts who are just kind of now getting into doing something about it. And so this is kind of our, our journey uh, getting involved uh, with modifying, with racing, uh, yep. which we'll be talking about later. Yes. Um, and generally being more uh, involved in commentating about cars. Exactly. And Ian and I are, you know, we have, we have cars that we really like. We're passionate about cars. We really like talking to other people about cars and uh, a lot of times we feel like we don't necessarily kind of um, go with the flow of of a lot of things, and including car 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 culture. Yeah. So we just want to talk about our perspective on it. It's not that anything's yeah. wrong or or bad, besides Toyota Venzas, but uh, <laughs> just you know, just our how we feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a that's that's a good point. And and also there's an asterisk. Okay. Which makes us team clear coat. The yes. asterisk yes. is is that both of our cars the the direct link to the name team clear coat is that both of our cars have paint that is peeling. Yes. Is freeing itself <laughs> from the sheet metal. Um I have a Volkswagen R32 uh 2004. Dave has an NG Saab 900. Yep. 1997. Yep. And our paint is not <clears throat> too pretty on these things. It but you know what? Our cars are getting lighter by the day. And <laughs> if we take true. the Lotus approach. That's true. W- less weight equals speed. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But in a metaphorical sense. Yes. Uh, the, the the peeling paint is just that's – it's just how things are. You know, everything's great. But <laughs> it's not always great. Really, all that great, you know. It's great-ish, great-ish, uh-huh. as great as it's gonna get. Yeah, yeah. It, it it also represents where our priorities are <laughs> as far as our cars and yeah. and how we feel about car culture. Um, Ian and I are going to spend money on some things other than uh, having our cars repainted. We're not necessarily looks over performance via uh, performance people. It, the opposite, in fact, we prefer por- performance over looks. Or in my case, just having the damn thing running. Yeah, yeah. Or just keeping it running and having unique vehicles is really important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, it's 
This is Team Clearcoat. It Team Clearcoat, that term was Ian's invention. That was uh that was birthed from a track day out at High Plains Raceway. Yeah. And yeah, so this is it. This is Team Clearcoat. Okay. That's a good intro. Reintro. Yeah, I like that. Thank you very much, Ian. Check. Check. Done. Yes. So as part of some of the things we do on this podcast, we have segments that we occasionally ramble into. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those segments are My Eyes. My Eyes. That's just stuff that we've seen on the street. Um, or read on the interwebs. Or read on the interwebs. Or in magazines. Yeah. Do you want to get to My Eyes now? I do. Okay. I do want to get to My Eyes. Sure. Um, <clears throat> because. Yes. In the last couple of weeks and whatever, or in this year, there's been uh, some stories about a gentleman who was a race car driver, an accomplished race car driver back in the 80s, um, named um, Randy Lanier. Okay. And he, um, he went to prison in the late 80s for... Uh, being a drug kingpin <laughs> and this is how he was financing his his racing career um and it was especially poignant for for us i think yes. because we're starting to try to embark on getting into uh some grassroots motorsports which again we're going to talk about later but yeah um so and we're trying to not sell drugs to do it Right. And so... <laughs> I don't like prison. Do you like prison, Ian? You know, I don't. Okay. All right. I feel like a few years ago, I would have read that story and been like, geez, what the balls on that guy. <laughs> and now I'm reading it and going, oh, well, that makes sense. Because <laughs> I know how point. much it costs yeah. now, you yep. know? And it's... Yep. Guys, it's a lot. It's Just a to lot get in the door. Money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot of money. Not anymore. Nope. And... Uh, <laughs> One of our Team Clearcoat stickers uh, say, Team Clearcoat, we may not be first, we may not be last, but we're here and we're out of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's true. Painfully. Getting true. getting to the point where we can say we're here is going to take some money. But, yeah. Yeah. So this gentleman went to prison for selling, what, copious amounts of marijuana? It I, wasn't just, just... I just read the he- headline. Yeah. One thing struck <clears throat> me about the headline, and it's not what you think, but it said um, 30 years ago. Yeah, right? and then you said 1980 something, and then I just felt super old. Well, because you are, <laughs> as am I. Um, yeah, uh, he um, was rookie of the year at Indianapolis in like 1986. Holy cow! And then got indicted on federal drug charges because they were importing um, something like 300 tons of marijuana a year. Whoa! Yeah, like 72 million dollars a year is what the estimated revenue was. Whoa! So just enough, barely enough to afford indie racing. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. No, I mean, he funded a sports car championship through it and all, all this other stuff. It's really interesting. Uh, Jalopnik and uh, uh, Automobile – or uh, I'm sorry, Auto Week and uh, Road and Track have really great coverage on this. Uh, seek this seek this story out. It's really, really uh, interesting. And the, the feel-good story here is – so he, he got thrown away – for he it was a life sentence okay uh, under like the really draconian sure. war on drug laws well, i have to ask was it just weed or what? just weed oh really yeah which is pretty crazy i mean especially now looking back on it yeah, yeah it seems yeah. silly that someone would go to it would be a mandatory life life with, sentence without the possibility of parole wow um and then recently you know obviously attitudes have started to change right. on that so um 
you know, he's 60. So, yeah. um, he was a young man when he went, when he got put away. So they've released him uh, and he was able to, uh, complete, uh, an endurance race with in, you know, like a budget endurance race, yeah. uh, this last weekend at, uh, at Ohio. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Which is really, really great. Um, and it's just a really cool story uh, about, you know, how he got through prison. And um, there's some craziness with, like, one of his associates tried to escape by having a helicopter land in the prison yard. No way. Yeah. How this is hasn't been a movie yet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it needs to be. Oh, no. Somebody's working on the screenplay right now. Uh, they've got to be. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that's a – it's another in the long line of – uh, using drugs to f- to fund your your car habit, like yeah. we were talking about a few weeks ago with yes. DeLorean. DeLorean, yep, of you know, course. That, yeah, that famous story about DeLorean. Uh huh. And I love, and uh, that's going to be a movie. Yes, that's been optional. That's right. Yeah, and it's a, and it's also a concept album. Which yes, everyone, yes. everyone should seek out. Yes, I was going to say the soundtrack has to be Neon Neon Stainless Dreams. Is that what's called Stainless Dreams? Uh, Neon yeah. Neon yeah, is the is. band. Yeah. It's a cool album, man. It really is. Yeah, yeah. If you're not familiar with that and you're into, it's a concept album about John DeLorean. Yeah. And his dramatic rise and fall. Yes. And it's, it, first of all, it's one of those albums that you would buy on the cover art alone. Yeah. Um, and it's all instrumental. No, no, no? there it's, there's, uh, lyrics about John DeLorean. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. great, and it's all—it's all like, uh, it's got like just like the '80s synth style, yeah, '80s synth vibes. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool, and not like cut copy or something like that. Like it's—I don't know—it's '80s synth vibes. Yeah, yeah, and it, but it's smooth. It's real smooth. Yeah, it's great. So on our car podcast, we talk about music too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we should talk about music because that's my because you you get to talk about bikes. You get to yeah, talk about I do talk, talk about bicycles. Sure. My other uh, money pit hobbies yeah. are uh, uh, whiskey and records. LP collecting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm five, 500-ish. Yeah. Now. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. We have a lot of overlapping tastes. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because Dave, you, you do some vinyl collecting, right? I do. I do. I have some vinyl. I have two Techniques 1200 turntables and yeah. a Rain DJ Battle Mixer. And I'm actually the worst DJ you I was going to say, none of that is necessary to actually buy vinyl. You know, yeah, right? I know. You just need I, one. I know. You just need one turntable. But I like I got re- super into hip hop and I tried learning how to DJ and stuff. And it turns out, go? well, um, the reason I like stuff like Aphex Twin and Autecra is because I don't really have a sense of rhythm. And <laughs> <laughs> or if I do, if I do, it's it's like I can pick up maybe a, a 14 seven beat. Right. And that's about it. <laughs> so it did not go well. I, um, I'm very, in, in life, I've accepted that I am very musically declined. Uh-huh. I really enjoy, um, listening to music. I love music. I love seeing shows. Love, like, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, Liquid Swords and Aphex Twin and all, you know, just tons of awesome, awesome stuff. But, uh, I can't make it. I did make some yeah. some plunky music for our podcast, which I think you did a great job on. Well, thank you. Your, the intro yeah. and outro was done by by Dave. Thank you. Which I think was good. Thank you. Certainly yeah. cheaper than licensing something. Yeah, and it's just it's me like sequencing stuff, so yeah. it's not like I'm actually like sitting down and composing. 
But right. you know, like I don't know, I can pick out some stuff that sounds good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, especially the Thanks. intro stuff. I, Thanks. I really like it. Yeah, I love I love the hot outro beat. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like cool. my DJ Snake beat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so Ian collects Ian collects a good amount of albums, and you have that stainless style, stainless. Um, no, so I bought it, uh-huh. and it never arrived. Oh, I bought it on it. eBay, and it never arrived. And I I haven't ordered another copy. Yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a, a few years ago. I bought yeah. it. And Shoot, got lost. Yeah, which sucked. Yeah. Dang it! I buy most of my stuff comes from Warp <clears throat> Records directly from Bleep. That's mm-hmm. that's the vinyl I've been buying, and the best thing now is that every vinyl you buy has a card for downloads for MP3s. Yeah, if you buy new stuff, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. Yeah, I know because it, yeah, it, like uh, I've had people at work who find out that I listen to records, and they're like, "Well, you know, why why do you listen to records? Don't you like to take your music with you?" And you're like. You know those two things aren't like mutually exclusive, yeah, right? Yeah. Like this isn't you, you don't go all in like I only listen to right. records, you know. Yes. It's it's something nice it's a it's a routine that's nice to like handle a a, a physical thing that you own and you put the needle down and you yeah. sit in a chair with a glass of whiskey and you relax and mm-hmm. and listen to to music, which is different than listening to an mp3 in your car it is is. it is right and i like to do both yeah you know i i love having the artwork in the large format yeah of of the lp yeah Yeah. i don't know and ikea has these super cheap lp frames Mm -hmm. i i just you see around my basement yeah i've been framing some lps that i don't listen to a lot but i love the artwork on yeah like uh some chemical brothers lps Mm -hmm. and stuff like that helmets betty um yeah i love just seeing the artwork it's great Yeah. yeah Yeah. Anyway, that was a nice tangent. Yeah, tangents. Mm-mm-mm. We should probably not avoid it any longer. Okay. We need to. We need to talk about Volkswagen again. Oh God damn it, Ian! I know. So but it's like the, it's an all-consuming yeah thing, and we have to talk about it, it. it. It's at the point now where like of the Volkswagen story that came out today mm-hmm. about shearing camshafts and massive brake failures, <laughs> um, and a huge recall. I. Like that is that is so tapioca to me. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not even a warm breeze. It's just like I look across a parking lot yeah. and I see a, a dead leaf there. Mm-hmm. That that okay. Yeah. That's oh Volkswagen has shearing camshafts and massive brake cylinder failures. You know what? That one's really not that bad. What's what's bad now is the the bleed over of yes. the diesel gate into the gasoline engines. Yes. And also into Audi and Porsche because especially Porsche because here's the here's the thing okay where is this going well i have concerns now so okay. so I, I don't know if you follow alex roy on twitter i don't so he he's been talking a lot about how how Porsche really needs to finally completely extricate themselves from the Volkswagen group oh really okay yeah. and I get that from an enthusiast perspective. Mm-hmm. I do. But I don't think it's sound like market advice because the reason that Porsche is around for to make enthusiast cars like the 911 and the Cayman and all that is because of the Cayenne. Right. And the it reason is the, because of the Cayenne. The reason the Cayenne works and the McCann especially Uh-huh. And to a lesser extent, the Panamera is because they're on shared platforms yep. with the Volkswagen Audi group. And 
if if now all of those platforms are called into question, now would be a really bad time for Porsche to then extricate themselves and then have no engine and no money-making, albeit shitty, SUV to 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 push onto people, right? Because right? that's that's what's enabling them to go racing at Le Mans. That's what's enabling them to do all these other things. It's allowing Porsche to be Porsche, right? Yeah. So this isn't something like Dell, where Michael Dell can just come back and buy the company and take it private again, right? You know, no, this because is... he wasn't having shared platforms with HP and other server groups, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the, and the other thing, the other good point that I saw someone make, and I can't remember who it was, was that. So now that it's bled over, it's not just nitrous oxide em- emissions, emissions cheating, f- fuel mileage consumption cheating. Right. So now it's now it's gasoline engines, which is carbon dioxide cheating. Right? Yes. And yes. in the EU, they have carbon tax. Yep. So now this is tax evasion. Yes. Which means they've gone from like a little bit screwed to like super duper fucked. Yes. Uh. This is bad. Yeah. Really bad. And I don't know that I feel bad for them in any way whatsoever. I I honestly don't. And I don't see how there hasn't been some kind of whistleblower that's brought some of this stuff to light. Because I feel like like we would have had like an Edward Snowden kind of thing of the automotive world. Mm -hmm. Like somebody somebody would have come out about this. Why didn't anybody You know there's a there's a engineer that was fired six months ago who's just writing Crazy right. book, right? I now. told you. Yeah. I told him. <laughs> Margaret. Margaret. I, now look at the headlines. It's finally happening. The things that I. What? Where are you? Where are you going? And scene. scene. Yes. I like it. Yeah. That was this good. Is, this is called Dave Yells in His Basement. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Yells Away from the Blanket Port. <laughs> Dave's one man show. Oh, I listened to the Bill Burr podcast. Yeah. And he always he always does that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. ladies. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So anyway, god damn Volkswagen. God damn it. I like your cars. I like Porsche. I like kind of Audi. I, I, god damn it. Quit yeah. it. Yeah. Quit it. Well, it's all the way for that. I just want to rub their face in it. So now now the speculation, now the wild speculation is what what fun projects are going to start getting canceled? Yes. So we already know the F1, the F1 thing got canceled, got shit canned because they were supposed to swoop in and buy the Red Bull team. Volkswagen was. Yeah, because Red okay. Bull. The whole. This is more. Da- Ian tells Dave about. Oh, uh, news about today. One. Another segment we have. News to Dave. Yeah. News to Dave. Um. Yeah. This is. This was. Red Bull doesn't have an engine for next year. Okay. Because they have. They wait. Let me guess. They've lost them. They lost them in a poker game. No. Oh. Close though. Actually, probably not that far off. So Renault provides them engines. Renault has been underperforming. So now, Red Bull has been shit talking Renault openly in the press. Oh boy. And then, but Red Bull also has like the the most uh, prestigious and and successful uh, aerodynamics engineer. His name is Adrian Newey, and, and chassis and aerodynamics engineer. Um, so they have like the best chassis of of anybody. Okay, and it's well known throughout F one that they do. So now they start going to Mercedes and Ferrari 
and the other engine suppliers and asking for like well performing engines and they're like well what no no fuck, you fuck can compete directly with us yeah no you, you're gonna beat us if we right. give you an engine that's gonna right. compete with us so now they're in like and then so then they had a savior in Volkswagen who was oh. supposed to swoop okay. in oh not anymore literally that announcement was supposed to happen a week after Dieselgate happened no way yeah so all of this was tied together Ah. Oh. So that happened, yep. And then Christian Horner, who's the head of the uh, Red Bull thing, was just like, eh. <laughs> and I'm doing the shrug emoticon face. He does it quite well. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what he, that's basically what he was like. Well, I guess that's done. Yeah, and let's so, call up Saab. So now that <laughs> now they're like crawling back to, to Renault, Renault. Oh, which no. is. Gotta oh, be no, really no. humiliating, and they they have like a really just shit relationship now. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I thought Ford should get in. Yes, F one is turbo V sixes. Yep, all of Ford's racing engines are turbo V sixes. Yep, Ford should get in to F one. Ian's making very passionate hand gestures about this. He's this, about to slap me in the blanket for it. Sometimes my Italian hair just come <laughs> hair just comes out, and it's times like these. <laughs> Anyway, that would be really cool. That was a hell of a tangent. That we just went no, he, man, I re- I just really hope that it stops. Like we already know, BMW has been doing some diesel shit shittiness too with their emissions. Right? Well, the but X5 they were diesel. They okay. So that that's a that's an interesting point you bring up because they weren't actively cheating, which is different. Right. They just lied about. No, they no. they designed. They're mapping around the test. Oh, okay, okay. So right. they knew the rev ranges and stuff. Right. They didn't. Okay. So which it, is disingenuous, but it's per, not cheating. But it performed like that on a daily basis, right? right? Right. So if you were hitting those rev ranges and doing those behaviors on the road, which was in, within the realm of possibility, right? Right. Not likely, but within the realm of possibility, then it would get those numbers. Okay. Volkswagen, on the other hand, actively right. detected that there was testing equipment connected yes. and changed a whole bunch of shit. Which brings me to my car. Which brings us to Ian's car. Do you remember when I got my car dynoed yes. in Oklahoma City? Yep, I sure do. And, and how disappointed you were. Do you remember do you remember how badly it behaved? Oh yeah. It I okay, so you had a dynoed at altitude. I had a dynoed at altitude, two, and I got two hundred two at the wheels. Two hundred two at the wheels. Yep. Are we car nerds? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I was going to Oklahoma City, and I uh-huh. was like, I know what would be fun. I'm going to drive forty five miles out of my way each way and go to a shitty part of town so I can go get my car dynoed at a lower elevation and then see what you know normally aspirated. Blah 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 blah. Right. Right. Because you had an office pool running. Yes. Yeah. Which I lost badly. <laughs> because I get there, the first run, my car did, and it was a different type of dyno and different type of test equipment, which I think is important. Yep. Was it an? It was an all-wheel dyno. All-wheel. Both of them were yep. all, all-wheel drive yep. dynos. My car did something like a hundred horsepower to the wheels. Right. Um, and in the torque curve, and what was telling about it, it wasn't that it was an elevation thing or, or anything like that. Torque curve looked totally different, and he said he could feel it dying. Okay, he could feel it pulling back. Like okay, and I mean, we did a few things. We pulled ABS fuses and all that sort of stuff, and it was really not happy then. Um, <laughs> and we got it to be a little bit better, but it never looked the same as yeah. 
as the different type of dino that I did here. So it would not, and, and he told me, you know, they don't have a lot of German cars that come through there, but he, he had said that the, the few times that they have, that they, there's been issues getting them hooked up to the test equipment and, and having them perform correctly. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if, if that this kind was of stuff somehow related. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's too coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, how deep is this going to go? That's what I'm really afraid of. Yeah. Like that's like saying that's like someone telling me like two plus two doesn't equal four. Yeah. Like oh so like all of these statistics like you and I are pretty driven by statistics mm-hmm. in our car nerdiness like not to insane extents but like as using them as justifications for things why we like the things we like right and kind of guiding us in general directions as far as like zero to 60 times and yeah, g yeah, force yeah. and stuff like that like you're telling me numbers aren't numbers anymore like yeah what the hell man god yeah. damn it god damn it how deep is this gonna go yeah. oh we're just gonna be driving around in reliant robbins <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go back to bicycles, man. Everybody's gonna—it's gonna look like Amsterdam, and we're just gonna be riding bikes everywhere. Yeah, it just yeah. boils down to like—it's just like everything else in life. Like everything that's fun, it actually turns out is really terrible. <laughs> yep, yep. Candy, rot your teeth. Yeah, Volkswagen polluting the hell out of the environment. Just awful. Uh, well, I just did the most like brazenly. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this this makes me think of the Pelican Brief. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's not talk about Can we not talk about, about Volkswagen yeah, talk anymore, about Ian? Anymore, okay. That was, that was terrible. Can we, can we, let's move on to Garage. And talk okay. About our... All right. I, I do want to say before we exit the, the, the whole Volkswagen thing that you know I really love your R32. Yeah. I love your Volkswagen R32. You not only have you done great things with it, but it's an awesome, awesome car. Yeah, it's fun, and it I'm, is super fun. I mean, if somebody came along and said like you can't drive it anymore because it's Volkswagen, it'd be like pride from my cold dead hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, that's a highly enjoyable car. I would really recommend somebody picking one up. Yeah, and yeah. they're they're not they're not crazy anymore. Yeah, like they're kind of around tenish grand for a clean one. Yeah, yeah. It, it was on a Jalopnik list of. The best all-wheel drive performance cars you can have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's, it's one great. of the greats, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's talk about garage and let's talk about racing. Yes, and how we're about to be destitute. Yep. So I have I, so I have a 1997 Saab. That's my daily driver. It, <clears> I <throat> did one session of autocross with the BMW Club, mm. and I was really hooked. I really enjoyed doing autocross, but it's it can be super hard on your car. Yeah. My Saab is unreliable enough as it is, and then I didn't want – I wanted to have something else where I could kind of beat on it and flog it and, and use that for autocross and keep my daily driver my daily driver. So it would only break down once a week, right? right? <laughs> Taking a drink of water. So – um. So I picked up a 1996 Saab 900 Turbo off of Craigslist for 800 bucks. A uh, little bit of front end damage, nothing too bad. Replaced a couple control arms, but the more important thing about it was that it was kind of a parts car for my car, mm-hmm. and 
I'm very familiar with the platform. Right. Uh, I know just about everything about the NG900 SOBs. Um, and there's some great resources online. And it's cheap. Parts are really cheap. Parts are really cheap. Now they're starting to really uh, build up a good junkyard inventory, mm-hmm. you know, which probably won't be around in five or six years. But right. it's, it's we're probably hitting a high mark now, right? As That's these, true. As these cars are coming off the road. Yeah. Right? Um, late 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I picked up this car with the intent of doing some autocross, and it's sat in, in the driveway. I've pulled the exhaust off of it. I've pulled tons of stuff off, off of it to keep my daily driver running. But um, this is the car kind of where it is now. I've, I have done some work. I've gutted the interior. I've pulled the engine. I've done some work on the engine. I've replaced the head gasket. I've rebuilt the head. Uh, had the head and the intake manifold glass beaded to get 220,000 miles of carbon out of it. Oof. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But. So now the plan is we want to go like lemons racing, right? Yes. We want to do endurance racing because it's a. I think we both really enjoyed doing the circuit driving. Yep. Track days and autocross. Yeah. Rally cross. <clears throat> lemons. If anybody doesn't know what lemons is, it's a super entry level, half party, half race kind of thing where people make these crazy cars and cheap cars and race them for sometimes 24 hours at a time. Yeah. And uh, Chump Car is kind of the, a more mature step up from that in that it's like you don't see crazy art cars or nobody's making a pig or a right, you know, right. thing like that. It's an actual racing series, but also uh, somewhat accessible, as in it costs, what, six $700 to enter a race, something like that. I think it's usually like a grand per a team grand or something. Like per team, yeah, something like that. Anyway, so Ian and I want to go racing, and I have a crappy old sob. Yes. That's so, really the situation that we're in. So now, now the discussion we just had before we started recording was, yep. you know, do we do Wait, we look we, at we talk to each other outside of podcast on occasion? Okay, all occasion. right. Um, do we look at buying a, a a car that's already built versus the building up this bu- building up the Saab? Because we have a, kind of a list of pros and cons going on the pro side. The Saab is already here. It is. That's a that's a big pro. Yep. Another I, big pro is that you're you come with knowledge that you walk yep. around with in your head. It, and also, it's of an excellent era where there isn't too much stuff that's computerized, yeah. but just enough stuff that's computerized as far as um, the timing of the spark plugs. Right. That kind of stuff is variable. Uh, the valve timing is not mm-hmm. because it it doesn't have like a, a variable valve timing. But there is a little bit of technology, but it, it's enough that you're you just don't open the hood and it looks like a motherboard in there. Right. You know? Right. So we have that going for us. But we could find that in another car. Yeah. Not necessarily a pro, kind of a wash. Yeah. But no, I mean, right. it is. And I am hyper familiar with with the insides of that car. And parts are crazy cheap. Yeah. That is true. They are spares. Are, spares are going to be cheap, which yeah. is a, a big. A big pro. We we're going to pay fourteen dollars for the brake calipers each. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. On the con side, yes. It doesn't. It's not race ready. It's not. It doesn't have a cage, and it doesn't have you know seat, steering seat, wheel, fire radio, suppression, fire suppression, battery know, cutoff. Yeah, all that stuff that yep. costs money and time and and everything else. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a fun journey. And uh, the other pro is that I don't think, and maybe maybe I'm wrong about this, but I don't think you see a ton of NG900s out there no, racing. I, I think it does an excellent job in embodying Team Clearcoat. True. You know? Yeah. I, I think we can put our name on it and be happy about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, because it is a sob. It's not exactly what you'd expect. Oh, a, another thing that I wanted to mention about the track day was that a few people came up to me and gave me some sob love when I was at the oh, track really? with my sob. That's good. Yeah, yeah, like people that have owned them in the past. Yeah. And people yeah. are just happy to see one. Yeah, yeah. That's good. A, a really cool couple that I talked to, they had – what did they have? They had an RX-8 and then a Volkswagen there, mm-hmm. a husband and wife driving on the track that day. And like – the wife that had owned a few sobs and just wanted to talk to me all about mine and everything. And it was just awesome to see that. Cool. And so repping a sob, I don't know. It's like I, there's – I want to do it just because to be weird. Okay. Yeah. You know? No, that's a it's a definite plus. Yeah. Yeah. The definite in the pro column. It is. Um, in the con column, though, is all of the money that we're going to spend getting it ready. Is. That, that is a big con. And, and so we – we do need to figure out what we're going to do with a racing seat, a cage, a roll cage. Um, Chris, if you're listening, I'm going to be talking to you about the possibility of uh, welding a cage for us. Uh, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I what I think is we start with a phased approach, mm-hmm. right? So we it's not going to take a lot to get the car just running, right? We kind of talked about what it will take. Um, a serpentine belt. Uh, cleaning out the fuel, like just yeah. some basic stuff because it's sat for a couple of years, um, and a decent set of tires, right? We don't even need like brake upgrades right away, right? right? But just get get it to the point where we could do some basic track days yep. and autocross, right? Yeah. Just to kind of start getting yeah. getting time behind the wheel of this car. Yeah, I'm going to need to learn how to drive it Yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're not necessarily a front-wheel drive guy. Yeah, no. But you're a good driver. We'll see. Yes. Hopefully. Hey, the karting results speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long way from a, from a Saab 900, though. Is it, though? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But you have, a, you have a natural acumen and, I think, in my opinion, more talent than I do for racing. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think with – because if we if we kind of enter some early season autocross events, mm-hmm. then we can we can get a, a feel for how it's going without having to buy a roll cage, right? right? Have a cage put in it, something like that. And then with that minimal investment, just kind of say like, is this something we want to continue or not? Yeah, you know. Well, and, and hopefully it'd be nice to be able to do because this is again Denver. We have random warm weekends in the we winter. Do. Just getting out to the track, yep. Getting out to high plains um, for a couple of shakedown laps, you know, when it's in that intermediate state would would probably be a good idea too. It would, yeah. it would, yeah. When we can barely pass tech, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, this would be a good idea. So Ian and I are going to go racing. We're going to try our best to go racing. Yeah. Um, if you have any advice about Ian and I going racing. If uh, if you want to talk about it, shoot us an email at teamclearcode at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, More than that, though, if you have just just a, a ridiculous just like pot of gold <laughs> that you really need to unload, you yeah. need to get rid of some money, uh-huh. and you want to advertise your small business that makes 
uh, prophylactics <laughs> or milk or, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, let us know. We will put stickers all over the car and our, yes. and our bodies. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I will sticker my body. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I have, I'm selling each nipple. <laughs> Each nipple is open for sticker for, I'm going to go $1,000 a month. Is this, are we shaving or not shaving? Well, it'll be shaved after the sticker comes off. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to shave a bumper sticker shaped, <laughs> oh. shape size thing. Clutching, team clear coat, clutching our chests in a blanket fort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So do that. Send us, send us some stickers. We'll put them on Ian's nipples. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. So stay tuned for racing adventures as Ian and I get the car running. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna we'll I need to clean my garage so it can fast be- forward to episode twenty. It's just gonna be yeah. us sobbing in a blanket <laughs> fort because we're broke. Uh huh. And the car is caught fire. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Yep. What What else do you want to talk about, Ian? Um. Oh, what? I want to talk about that other that other oh. drugs and cars story. Yes. Oh my God, that's the best. Story. So this was this we, was in. We January. need to tweet links to this. Yeah, this yeah. was in January of this year that Road and Track published this. Yeah. Uh, but I just stumbled upon it today. Uh, for whatever reason. And I did too because you showed it to me. It is by James Glickenhaus, the best person, telling ever. a story about how he witnessed Miles Davis crash his Lamborghini Miura in 1972 with two, what was it, large bags of white, white powder, powder. Yep. in the floor of the car. One of them had burst when, <laughs> when uh, well, the rumor was Miles Davis fell asleep behind the wheel of his Lamborghini yeah. and crashed. Yeah. Glickenhaus said no. Yeah. Am I saying his name right, Glickenhaus? I think that's, I think that's okay. correct. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and he's a pretty famous Ferrari aficionado guy yeah. uh, and, and film director makes bespoke bodies and chassis yeah. and they're all awesome yes. anyway um so he apparently witnessed this crash he was the first responder uh before anyone else got there and apparently miles the story is that miles davis had leather pants on and his both of his legs were broken to the point where his leg bones were sticking out of his uh. leather pants uh. um and he was completely out of it yeah. and got mad at James Glickenhaus for having the presence of mind to grab the bags of white powder, white, white powder and uh, throw them down a sewer drain th- before the cops could get there. Which is a stand-up thing to do yeah. for Miles Davis. Yeah. Um, and so, and then he split when the cops got there because the cops were like, well, you know, you don't need to be here. And he yeah. was like, well, you have to tell me twice. You, I, and I... I just want to get back to the nature of the crash. Glickenhaus said that he saw Miles Davis try to make a sharp left or right turn <laughs> yeah. at like across three lanes of traffic as like 60 miles. An hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in a Lamborghini Muria. I'm yeah. sure that Italian car is going to do perfectly fine at that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So he, he leaves and a, a few years later, like a mutual friend uh, is talking to, to James Brown or James Brown. No, Miles to Davis. Miles Davis. And um, and asks him if the story is true, and he said that he just got really quiet and said, "I always wondered who that white motherfucker was." <laughs> Fantastic! Yep. The greatest story yep. ever. Yep, I always so, yeah, wondered at, who he was. 
Yeah. Wherever he is, tell him I said thank you. Yeah. You should, yeah. Uh, yeah. So look up that story. We, we have to tweet a link to it because I, it's, I it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yes. What do, what do you say, FMK cars? Yes. And we should probably ex- re explain FMK cars. I will explain that. Please, please proceed. Okay. I will explain it and I'm going first. Oh. Okay. So Ian and I play this game called FMK cars. It's like that game, Fuck, Mary Kill, that people play with celebrities where you are presented three individuals and you have to assign one of those items to each uh, celebrity. Fuck. One of those items. Fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> right? So, um, you know, all, we present each other with three cars or three automotive situations, mm-hmm. as it would be. And we have to pick one of those three items, FMK, for the cars. Um, F means you are going to drive it for a day. When Ian and I talk about it, it's typically we think we're going to just down a bunch of espresso and drive it for 24 hours straight. Yeah. Um, and we like to think about like what we're going to do during that day with the car. A drive on the 101 or, you know, track days or um, picking up Costco cheese pizza and delivering it to homeless people. Yeah. As in the case of uh, Toyota Venza. <laughs> Did I really mention Toyota Venza twice on this podcast? You have. You've, Shit. You need to put that on the list with like the RX-7. And, and the Acura NSX. Yeah. Cars I'm not allowed to mention anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's F. M, Mary, means that is your new daily driver. Warts and all. It yep. is. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with whatever comes with that car. And kill k you send it to the crusher immediately yep yep it is gone and sometimes ian will do mean things to me like put kittens inside of cars you made me listen to fish (laughs) yes yeah so there's been some great fmk cars (laughs) that we've done and so also we we love it when listeners send us fmk car ideas yeah uh so if you send us an fmk cars idea we'll play it on the air let us know what you would do with those fmk cars uh or how you would respond to our fmk cars um on instagram twitter tumblr facebook stuff like that um so there fmk cars all right and in this first one i'm going to keep it simple okay you know this is going to be something as ian and i have come to call it with without a twist okay right no catches no catches so i'm not going to m night Shyamalan twist you on this okay so uh two episodes ago episode eight we talked a little bit about mitsubishi because yeah. I rented a Mitsubishi, and, and yeah. then I rented a Mitsubishi. Oh, yeah. Was it a Lancer? No, mine was a Mirage. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Did I not talk about it? No, we didn't talk about it. Really. It was maybe the worst car I've ever driven. Second worst behind the diesel smart car that I drove a few years ago. Oof. Um, and I had that the B. Oh yeah, yeah. The, it, so it had it was an automatic transmission. Ian, we put a picture of this on Instagram. Yeah, and you know it's a standard park neutral drive reverse reverse. Yeah, yeah, reverse. Yeah, and then at the very bottom there was something that said B. Yeah, B is in boy. Like what? What does B is in? What I thought was bro. I hope I hope you weren't looking down here for a shift or for a sport mode. Jesus, Richard, that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I had no idea what it was. So I had to do some research, and it yep. turns out it stands for brake because it's a CVT. And so if you want to use engine braking, you put it in that mode. What the hell? You didn't tell me it was a CVT on top of that. Oh, it's it was awful. It, it's the most – it's the most uh, – it's the lightest four-door car you can buy 
in the U.S. today. Okay. And it is also the most fuel-efficient non-hybrid car uh, that you can buy. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And it was... It was awful to drive. Just horrendous. For anybody that doesn't know, CVT means continuously variable transmission. And uh, it basically has one shitty gear the whole time. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. You want to hug it out? Actually, CVT actually stands for Christ Very Terrible. (laughs) Yeah. You want to hug it out, buddy? Oh, I don't, it was it is, was so is this, bad. Is this a non-contact blanket for it? It is. <laughs> no, I'm I'm still like I'm amazed yeah. at how because it, uh, it's been a long time since I've driven a car that has been bad. Like modern cars, uh-huh. even ones that aren't that we don't want aren't terrible, right? And this one was terrible. Like <laughs> it was. I was on an off ramp, and it was just. I thought I was going to fall off the um, off ramp. Really? It was comically bad handling. Uh. Like the front wheels and the rear wheels were not attached to the same car. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And the body. Uh-huh. It was just painted on. Yeah. It didn't exist. It thinks it's floating someplace in an ocean. Okay. Oh. It was, it was so weird and unbelievably slow. Unbelievably slow. Mitsubishi what again? The Mirage, Mirage. which I didn't even know they made here. Okay. I didn't know we got it here. Yeah, so uh, for this FMK cars, I did look up a couple brands, Mm -hmm. and I did see that Mitsubishi has the Mirage here, and I couldn't couldn't believe it. Yeah, because you don't see them on the road. No, for good reason. Apparently, they're selling them to rental car companies. Yep. So Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail your FMK cars before you Um, got started. Oh, and in episode eight, when I was talking about my rental Lancer, was Mm -hmm. it eight? Um, I mentioned yeah. it's gloriously tiny turning radius and how yeah. much fun that is. Yeah. I looked it up. It has the tiniest, the smallest turning radius of any car on the market today. I'm by it, So it's like 32 point something feet. So I'm bummed that that's what Mitsubishi is reduced to. Like, <laughs> well, we got the tiniest turning radius. Yeah. I don't think they're really selling that. Ugh. I think it just happened to be that when they put the Lego pieces of that shit car together, yeah. that's how it turned out. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So this FMK cars, it's, it's a, you get the entire brand, their current 2015, 2016 offering. Oh, interesting. Okay. US, US lineup? US lineup. Of course, I'm not going to give you awesome European Renaults. <laughs> um, I don't like you that much. All right. So my tablet's doing weird things. First, I would so like... So do I get to... Am I just... This is my fleet of cars? This is your fleet of cars. Or, or do I run the US brand? No, this is your fleet of cars. Okay. Yep. So um, Mitsubishi is the first one. Okay. Yeah. We talked about how Mitsubishi doesn't make a, an exciting car, mm-hmm. right? Because they're stop, they stopped making the Evo. Right? Yeah. So this is Mitsubishi without the Evo. Next, just a little detour. Ian, could you tell me how many cars Chrysler makes right now? How many models? Chrysler? Mm-hmm. Chrysler. Not to include Dodge. Not including Dodge. What are you trying to do? Scope creep. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how many cars does Chrysler make right now? Just give me just just give me that gut number and then some thought. Um and not including Jeep, obviously. Not including Jeep. Um 10? No. Chrysler makes only 3 cars. Is it Okay, so let me think. It's the 300. Uh-huh. 
The Town and Country? Yep, the minivan. Yep. Those are the two that I was able to think of off the top of my head. But and I the thought, 200. Surely... And the 200? Those is that are it? their only three cars. That's not right. It is. I looked it up. Really? Pull up the inner tube no, I interweb. I you're right. I know everything else I'm is right. a Dodge. Yeah. And the Jeeps. Yeah. That's amazing. That's genuinely amazing. Yeah. Because the Dart is a Dodge. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Chrysler only makes three cars. Isn't that weird as hell? That is really weird. So anyway, Chrysler is one of the brands you have to pick from. Or is in the offer. Right. The last brand is Jeep. Is Jeep? Yep. Okay. Interesting. Now, I did look this up in uh-huh. doing this. I did do a tiny bit of research. Obviously, I, I still can't believe Chrysler only makes three cars. That's insane. Because Jeep has more models than that. Jeep, Jeep has at least six or seven. Well, you know, because Jeep is the only profitable wing of the American section of, like, the Fiat Chrysler True. alliance. So Jeep is basically keeping Fiat afloat right, right now. Right. Because I was looking at these brands, like, what's going to push Ian's decision for one over the other? And the only thing that Jeep has going for it is the SRT Grand Cherokee. Well, but they also make the the uh, the, the Wrangler, which is a true an off road right, but type of fun thing right. But and like we like track days, bro. I know. So Chrysler, Mitsubishi, Jeep, FMK. So and I'm only allowed to drive these yeah. cars. Uh huh. Oh, so I can't like be like I'm going to use Jeep and they'll be my tow vehicles for my no. race car. No. Also, Dave, uh-huh. since we're in the fort and it's a safe place, uh-huh. I kind of like the Renegade. Really? It's a little Renegade? Really? It's a little Renegade, yeah. It's, it's kind of cute. <laughs> it's funky looking. I'll give you that. I, it's 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 endearing to me in the same way that like the Juke is endearing yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. that I would never probably buy one, ever. But Yeah, and you haven't driven one? No. Okay, all right. But Okay, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go and on. I think it's Fiat Panda underneath. I might be wrong about that. I would have to look that up. But I think it's a Fiat Panda underneath. FMK that mofo. Okay. Um. My my initial thought is honestly to marry the is to marry Jeep. I know. I know. That's I knew you would say that. Because Mitsubishi, Jesus Christ. So what do uh-huh. they have? They have the the Lancer. They've got. Do they still make the Lancer? They still make the Lancer. They have but like, they don't make the Evo right. for two thousand sixteen. They make like right. Yeah. They make like seventy shitty cars, but here they only have what the the Lancer, the Mirage, and the Outlander, right? Uh huh. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much, yeah. Well, okay, I gotta kill Mitsubishi. Yep. Where? What happened? But what are you doing with Chrysler? I don't know, man. Um, three cars. The, they the, only make three cars. The three hundred isn't bad. They make the SRT version of that, right? Still. Yeah, I guess. Um, it's rear-wheel drive. Yeah. I mean, of all the cars you've presented me with, that's the most trackable one. True. Even though it weighs about the same amount as the Jeep. Yeah. Man, yeah, I think... So you're marrying Jeep. I'm marrying Jeep. Okay, and you're just going to turn into an off-road bro. I, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to become an off-road bro. Uh, off-roading is quite fun. And then I'll I'll track the SRT8. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. I'll rally cross the SRT8. There you go. No, I'll rally cross the Renegade. Uh-huh. Uh, SRT8 will be my tow vehicle for the rally crossed out Renegade. Okay. And then I'll uh, off-road with all the Wranglers and shit. Okay. With my day with the Chrysler, mm-hmm. I will 
the three Chryslers. The three Chryslers. I will in the morning. Uh huh. Take all of the children to school. In, <laughs> in, in the, the town and country. In the town and country. Uh-huh. And then I will proceed to uh, rip the rear seats out. Uh-huh. It's going to be the fastest mod in history. Okay. Take the engine out of the SRT8 <laughs> and make a mid-engine town and country that I'm just going to hoon the shit out no, of. No, no, I'm no. I'm allowed to do that. It's one day. <laughs> I call party foul. Oh. Yeah. Well, too bad I'm doing it. Okay. All right. And then you're killing Mitsubishi. Killing Mitsubishi. Yep. Man. Yeah. I mean, they're doing a fine job of it themselves. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. They don't really need my help. Okay. All right, F- okay. FFK me, Ian. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do without a catch. Okay, first. Right. Yep. Um, I did not have a catch for mine. Yeah. So I mean, there were three shitty choices. <laughs> All right. So this one is catch. called Pininfarina Road Cars. Oh. That aren't Ferraris. Uh huh. Or Italian. Oh, jeez. Or European. What? They're all American. No. That's the title. This is a long title. I love it though. Car cars. Okay, so and the, most of them, uh, I think two thirds of them, are, are are concept cars. Pin and Farina Design House Italian. Yep, makes beautiful things. They has. they basically are the reason that everybody thinks Ferraris are the most beautiful things ever. Yep, they they're the reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, design houses are the most amazing. Yeah, things to read about. Yeah, they're, they're really I, interesting. I did find that article about the fall of the house of Bertone. Yeah, and I need to tweet that. I need to read it, and I need to tweet it. You should read yeah. it. It's it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, we talked about it a couple episodes yep. ago. Uh, so now we're on to Pinfarina. Yes. Okay, so the first one is the Nash Healy uh, Le Mans Coupe. Okay. And this was actually in production. Oh, look at its little face. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, it's got headlights towards the center and a chrome oval around them. Yep. Oh, it's so adorable. It is. And it has a really great profile. Yeah, it does. It Profiles looks like a awesome. nice like Mercedes 300 SL from the side or, yeah. or an Austin Healey 3000. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's a beautiful car. Okay, go on. Yep. Okay. So that's – and that was the one that was actually in production. Okay. Of, and that's the, the Nash Healey Le Mans Coupe. Yep. Okay. All right. And that was uh, oh man, that front end is fifty nine. Okay, all right, fifty four. All right, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, mid fifties. What kind of engine are we looking at? Do we know? Okay, I don't remember. All right, Um, something. Uh, Toyota two. But it was the the Nash Healey was supposed to be like it was like America's reintroduction to sports cars. Okay. Before the Corvette came out and everything. Yeah, this so, is 52, yeah. Yeah, so this was their first this is America's first post-war sports car. Wow. Essentially. Okay. So the idea was that it had sort of American engineering and stuff but like European chassis. Awesome. Um, and styling. Okay. Yeah. And Inferina, man. Yep. They know what they're doing. Okay, so the second one Uh-huh. is I'm going to go – I'm going to switch up the order that I had them written in because the, the one of those was really beautiful. The second one is a 1954 Cadillac concept. Okay. That's just – Oh, wow. Look really, at that. Really, really beautiful. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. And I think they made one. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So if you crush it, yeah, you're fucking up history. Yep. This next one, 1963 – Corvette concept. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Unbelievably yep. beautiful. Uh-huh. Just that 
this profile. This is the one that they designed to look like a shark moving through water. Yeah, the profile. That was the inspiration for it. Yeah. Yeah. So those are your three options. Oh, man. Okay. I've got to marry the Nash. The front end of that car is so amazing. It's great. It's so great. It's so unusual looking. But now I'm in a conundrum because I'm going to have to kill either the Corvette, which looks amazing, Mm -hmm. and looks like what all BMW 6 Series were based on after that. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Or the Cadillac. And there's only one. I'm killing the Cadillac. Really? I've got to drive that Corvette concept. Look at the back end of that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yep. Yeah, the the Cadillac Sorry, is buddy. is cool looking. It is. But I think you're I think you're making the right decision to be mm-hmm. honest. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So so that's what I do. I oh man, I would I'd love to drive that Corvette for a day. Yeah. I would I would go to every Corvette owner meeting and just show up and just be like mic drop yeah Bam. you're just gonna have a trunk full of mics like they're not gonna even have microphones there just gonna... he brought his own yeah <laughs> and then he left it just the weirdest yep. thing yep that's what i would do okay all right next one next one for you ian all right and i've prepared some visual aids as well okay these are you know i basically mentally i'm about <clears throat> 14 years old right I, I play a lot of video games and i watch a lot of cartoons yeah all right these so, are you have an, an adorable view of a 14-year-old, <laughs> modern 14-year-old, yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. They're not. They're probably all vaping and Snapchatting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> These are cartoon cars. Oh, I like it. Okay. Yes. All right. I was actually thinking about, about doing one of these earlier today. These, yeah, are, awesome. these are cartoon cars from ca- cartoons that I like. Okay. So none of them are from the movie Cars, I'm nope. guessing. Nope. Okay. Nope. So... I am a huge Venture Brothers fan. Yeah. It is my absolute favorite cartoon, one of my favorite TV shows, probably my favorite TV show of all time. I love the Venture Brothers. Okay. It is so great. This car is Brock Sampson's 1969 Dodge Charger named Adrian. Mm. It is uh, orange with a black roof. Okay. Let me show you an image of it right here come on tab is that oh that's cool okay talk me through specs is it just a it's got some spy stuff in it okay um it uh there's a maybe the third episode of the venture brothers in season one he just fucks shit up with the car charger challenger uh challenger challenger yep okay uh, it's great. And so Patrick Warburton does the voice of Brock Sampson in the oh, cartoon. Okay. He bought a, uh, challenger like this and had it done up like Brock Sampson's car. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, up next, I'm a huge fan of Archer as well. I was wondering if you were going to do Archer. Yes. Yep. So what car do you think I'm doing from Archer, Ian? Is it, he drives a Camaro, right? Is that what it is? No, I'm not doing any of Archer's cars. Oh. Or Lana's. I'm doing Pam Poovey's car. The drift car? The drift car. <laughs> One of the best Archer episodes. Pam Poovey. That is the best. Racing drift cars with a Yakuza. <laughs> and yeah. on my car, I have a Poovey Farms racing sticker. Okay. On the uh, on the fairing. Yeah. For my bike rack. Okay. Uh, I, I saw that. And in the cartoon, she, she, 
her uniform and everything is sponsored by Poovy Farms. That's awesome. And so I found somebody on Etsy that was making Poovy Farms racing stickers. Fantastic. Yeah. So is that it is, is a, it a Mazda? 240 SI? Oh, okay. No, it is a Mazda Capella RX2. And here's some pictures. Oh, I want that. It is. <laughs> oh, I like that. It is a rotary powered Mazda. Oh my God, that rear end is awesome. Isn't it great? Oh, that one has the mirrors on the fenders, Dave. Yep. You guys, it has mirrors on the fenders. <laughs> Anytime you put mirrors on fenders, Ian really likes it, to put it very politely. <laughs> it just got warm in the blanket for it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Lastly, I also really Made like... A, I'm making a blanket for it out of my pants right now. <laughs> what happened. I also really like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay. Because it's batshit crazy and I love it. It's true. Carl's car in Aqua Teen Hunger Force, also known as Too Wicked. Okay. That is a heavily modified Dodge Stealth <laughs> with laser rims <laughs> and an insane paint job. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. And it says Too Wicked, and it's the number two, W-Y-K-E-D. Okay. Too Wicked. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I like that somebody did it in real life. Uh-huh. Down there. Yeah. Somebody has done this in real life or Photoshopped it to be pretty good. Yeah. That looks like they actually did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. That's not a stealth, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. That is, is a stealth. It? Yeah. It is. Wow. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. Yeah. Somebody made Carl's car. But that's not an RT. Nope. Okay. But that's okay. Anyway, his is an RT, though, we're going to say. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. That was the twin turbo V6 RT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I am going to... We all know, but you're marrying the Mazda. Well, f- yeah, of course. Okay. I'm going to... Fuck Carl's car, because that's... It's too ridiculous to pass up. Okay. Too ridiculous. And you're going to drive around and listen to like uh, 80s hair bands that Carl loves? Yep. Yep. Super loud. I might put some um, neon ground effects underneath it. Oh, it has it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to install that. It has it. I'm just going to like pick a, a spot. Like I'm going to pick like a, like a, the fanciest spot in like Larimer Square. Okay. Which is like, uh, like all the super fancy restaurants are. And I'm just going to cruise that <laughs> 24 hours. You should grow a mullet before you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I feel like when you get into that, it just happens. It shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly my jeans turned acid wash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do that. And okay. just like with poison blaring oh. out of the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'm crushing the Challenger. Uh. Because it's a very cool car, but I, that Mazda. Yeah. I have to have that. Yeah. I you, want that in my life. You want to go to there? Yes, Mazda I do. Mazda Capella RX2. I want one now. Dude, that is a gonna be, gorgeous little car. I'm going to be going on to Japanese imports and yep. seeing. Hey, you can get them. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how much they are. It was called the RX2 domestically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want one. Yeah. That's that's really cool. That yep. was a that was a good one, Dave. Thanks, I like buddy. That one. I so anyway, I love those cartoons. Yeah. Especially the Venture Brothers. <laughs> and... I'd love to find out if anybody else <laughs> likes cartoon cars as well. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hit me hit me with your best shot, Pat Benatar. All right. Mine. Oh, God. Do we have to license that? Yes, probably. Oh, damn it. Okay. Mine is um, comes with a catch, my okay. second one. All right. And Thai food burps? Yeah. Oh, so much Thai food burps. 
<laughs> the blanket fort is stinky. Um, this one is this one is entitled "Bad Company." Okay. In this, you cut you get your car. Uh huh. But you also have one or more passengers. Oh shit! Okay. And your your passengers will be in a particular mode or whatever. Uh huh. And you're not allowed to modify your passengers in any way. Okay. All okay. right. I have one similar to this. Okay. Go on. Jag. Uh-huh. XJL. Uh-huh. Supercharged. Okay. Your passenger. Yeah. And I know you like this car. Yeah, I love the XJL. Your, I want one so bad. Your passenger is Donald Trump. God damn it. Giving you not so constructive driving criticism. Oh, he's going to call me a loser. He calls oh, everyone a loser. Over and over and yeah. over again. Okay. All right. What else you got? Mercedes-Benz, uh-huh. S65, AMG. These are all big cars yeah. to fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, all of these other ones have multiple passengers. To fit Donald Trump in his hair. Oh, the he ego. soloed his Trump? ego, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So Mercedes-Benz, S65, AMG. Uh-huh. Your passenger? Uh-huh. Just a whole bunch of clowns. <laughs> oh, no. Whole bunch of clowns. <laughs> Ian's looking at me. Oh. I, I, like every other human on the face of the earth, should be. Yeah. Uh, I am massively afraid of clowns. I couldn't I, remember if you were actually afraid of clowns. No, or just... I'm legit afraid of clowns. Okay. And uh, well, the I'm older sorry. you get, the more you realize you should be afraid of clowns because you realize the kind of person it takes to put on clown makeup. <laughs> just someone who wants to bring joy to children. Nope. Dave. Go on. Okay. All right. Moving on. And I'm when I if I kill these, I'm cr- I'm killing the people in it as well. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. The next one is the BMW Alpina B7. Where are we going from here? I love the B7. The passenger, remember the title of the of this of this uh-huh, bad company. Charge. The actual band Bad Company <laughs> playing the actual song Bad Company <laughs> yeah. forever. I love it when a band does a song of the band's own name. And I believe it was on the album Bad, bad company. company. I love a self-titled album too. But if you hit the the blue plate special, the trifecta yeah. of band name, song name, album name, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, all right. The first, what was the first car again? It was the a Jag X- Jag XJL, XJL supercharged. Oh, shit with Donald Trump. Yeah, that's a sweet car though. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm I'm going to. I think I know how you're going to answer. Okay. I'm going to marry the Jag XJL. Really? With Donald Trump. That was not what I was expecting. I'm going to put the windows down anytime I drive somewhere and just watch his horrible hair (laughs) flip around. Because no matter what he tells me, it'll be cut by a million times when I see his goofy comb over flapping around in the breeze. I didn't think about that. Anyway. All right, so that's I'm marrying that Jag, and I finally get my XJL. Yeah, I love that car. I want yeah. one so bad, so bad. All right, love the XJL. Best okay. tail lights on a large sedan today. Um, okay. that means I am mar- uh, fucking the I'm fucking bad company, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm going to take some vocal lessons i'm mm. as we discussed i'm very musically declined yeah and i am going to try my best to sing along with them for 24 hours for 24 hours straight i can't imagine listening to that song for 24 hours yeah straight. That would be i terrible. will i will i will i would 
when I come out the other side of it, I uh-huh. would not be the same person that I am today. Yeah. I would not be the same person I was entering that car. No. No. A piece of me would die that I couldn't get back. Yeah. Which might then enable you to watch gleefully as a bunch of clowns go to their oh, death. Oh, no. I'm cru- I'm crushing the car full of clowns. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. So so I I have one quite a bit like this. Okay. And I just want to do it real quick. Okay. Because, I mean. I got nowhere to be. Let's yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, we're running a little long, but who cares? All right. So this one is celebrity cars. And they are your passenger. Okay. All right. Boy, we're burning through our ba- the I know we FMK were cars. We were we all like up. talking each other up, like, "Oh, we got to get a back catalog yep. in case we start running out of it." And then we just blow. Through we're it. blowing through them. Okay, so this so- is like when I get more money than I was expecting, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I should really like save it." And like, "Oh my god, new wheels!" <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So first, Jay Leno mm-hmm. in his tank car. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's like some it's a tank engine. Yeah, I've it seen has this. like two thousand horsepower. Or something yeah, like it's that. like super long. Open cockpit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. All right. The uh, silver thing. Yep. Yeah. Up next, Jerry Seinfeld. Mm. Porsche nine five nine. Ooh. Jerry is a big Porsche guy. Does he have a nine five nine? Oh yeah. He okay. has like every Porsche. Yeah. I know yeah. he has a seventy four career. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, Dead mouse in his Ferrari. Do you know what the Ferrari was? I am well, I am very familiar with the Ferrari and I want it. It was Dead Mouse's Ferrari 458 that he put a vinyl wrap of Nyan Cat on. So awesome. it was awesome. Ferrari made him, they sent him a cease and desist letter, made him remove the vinyl wrap from the Ferrari. Which I don't really understand how they could do that. Me neither. Like I would, because that was the best part about it was, it was. trolling the yes. Ferrari people because they are the most self serious. They are people on the face of the planet. And one of the and I really like this aspect of Dead Mouse. I don't know much about him beyond this, but he would pick up people in the Ferrari. Yeah, and YouTube. He would go on these. He just called them coffee runs. Yeah, and he would just pick people up. And at one point, he was like an Uber driver. Yeah, he was picking people up in the Ferrari. Yeah, or in his Lamborghini. It's yeah, fantastic. Just, yeah, just taking them for a ride, and uh, yeah, it's the greatest. I love, I love the Ferrari. I do anyway, too. So, Dead Mouse Ferrari, Jerry Seinfeld nine five nine, Jay Leno tank car. So, I'm gonna marry Dead Mouse and the Ferrari. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm going that bold because I, Whoa. I just, I love. I, uh-huh. It's just the perfect mix. It's so happy of like. This thing is awesome, but I need to deflate it a little bit, uh-huh. and that appeals but to me. But not necessarily deflate it; just put a twist on it. Well, it's deflating it a little bit, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, because it's still a Ferrari. Yeah, it's still a Ferrari. Still a Ferrari four fifty eight, buddy. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I got. I'm. I'm marrying that because that's just. It's uh-huh. just too funny. And yeah. Too awesome. Okay. And it gets too many people's goats. Yeah. To, to pass up. Right. And then. I'm gonna marry Seinfeld and the nine five nine. Or uh, fuck uh, Jerry Seinfeld and the nine five nine. Right. So we'll we'll drive around and just drink coffee for twenty four hours. Yep. And uh-huh. basically create What's the deal with <laughs> Yeah, I'll just annoy him with my terrible Seinfeld impression for twenty four hours. No, um yeah, it would be like my own private episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, which yep. is the best show ever. It's pretty good. Ever. My favorite part about that show is all of the care and thought uh-huh. 
that he puts into matching the car with the celebrity, yep. and then they never appreciate it. <laughs> Bill Burr appreciated it. He, yeah, occasionally he's a Ford guy. Occasionally yeah. appreciate it. The yeah, best one was but, Seth Meyers yeah. when he was like, he had the the what was it the seventy three uh, uh, Carrera RS, okay, which is like the best Porsche ever. Yeah, and uh, and Jerry went on this big long explanation of like why it's the perfect card to match to to Seth. Seth Myers and Seth Myers was just like that was the year I was born, huh? That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and just like and and then never said anything else about the car oh, for the rest of the episode. Yeah, and you could just see you always see the disappointment yeah. on his face, like when they don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, and then I, I have to crush Jay Leno in the in the, the tank, tank car, car, which is unfortunate because that thing's really cool and he would be a cool guy to hang out with. I think, but denim. yeah, yeah, no. somebody's got to go. Yeah, all that denim. Yeah, denim on denim. Yeah, um, you just gotta hope that the denim would form some sort of like exoskeleton <laughs> and help him out, protect the shield from the crusher. Yeah, maybe. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, I really like your uh, passenger idea, and I we were hive minding. We were thinking yeah. kind of along the same lines. So, no kidding. Yeah, I like that. That's good. So this brings us to the end of our episode. Feelings. Yep. Feelings. Feelings in the fort. Yep, feelings in the blanket for it. Um, yeah, uh, we'd like to thank our listeners. Uh, we are looking forward to hearing about uh, projects you have going on, uh, what your garage is like, what kind of cars you have, uh, what you do to keep them running, what organs, maybe redundant organs, kidneys and such, you've had to sell to keep yeah. things on the road. Yeah. Uh, any advice for what we need to do to sell ours to keep Ian's Turbo X and his R32 on the road? <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Don't want to talk about it. We, we're going to hug it out right after this. <laughs> I'm going to hit stop and it's full on hard. <laughs> um, he's, he's breaking his beer bottle over the corner of the table <laughs> to form a weapon to keep my hugs at bay. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. At Team Clearcoat. Like we've said before, not a lot of people wanted that name, so <laughs> yeah. we got it everywhere. <laughs> um, you can also email us, like I said, at teamclearcoat at gmail.com. Uh, rate us and review us on iTunes. Um, it helps other people find the podcast. It increases us in iTunes' bizarre rankings protocol. I have no idea how it works. Um but if you write us a review or send us an FMK Cars suggestion of your own, uh, also send us what you would like us to call you on the podcast uh, if you want us to read your name or not, and an address where we can mail you a Team Clearcoat sticker. Yep. Uh, and we would like to we'd like to send somebody uh, you know a sticker if they send something like that or um, put a review on iTunes. And now comes personal plugs, Ian. Personal plugs. I'm on the the social medias. Yep. Um, I roll so hard. That's it. E Y E. Yeah. Roll so hard. Yeah. I'm on Instagram kind of constantly at Nuck Nuck Goose. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's, done. I think that was a good one. That's it. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a wrap in the in the blank for all of our tom- stomachs are growling yes, like crazy. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can uh, do noise reduction on Thai food stomach growl. <laughs> it's just a drop down filter. No more Thai food before yeah, recording. Yeah. That was a great idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>